Hello, you've reached the Comline Hotline. Please stand by. Yes. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Hi, Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm so good. I'm I'm so much better now. Oh, oh. <laughs> how was uh? How have you been? I've been fine. I've been good. Uh, yeah, things have been great. And any this, uh, this is good. You got yeah. a call after this with a player? Yeah, I do. I'm uh, gonna. She's playing a tournament, a one day tournament, and we're gonna have a little FaceTime. I do weekly FaceTime with this player. Um, that's great. She needs a, she needs some more help than other players. What's she working on? Oh boy. She, she worries a lot. Um, Mm. kind of about things in general. Um, but results and outcomes and yeah. And, and even bigger things. She's, she's already committed to a school, but she's still worried that, you know, like ever since she committed, she's been playing terrible. So Mm. she worries that the coach will, you know, think less of her or uh, I don't even know if it's possible to like decommit a a player. Right. Right. It doesn't seem possible because it's basically like a contract you're signing. I feel like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, nonetheless, she's still worried. Um, so we work on, you know, focusing on what you can control, um, not the uncontrollables like how crazy golf can be and all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got freed up. Yeah, she got to let go. Let go and free it up. Yes. Yes. What? When do you brush your teeth in the morning? <laughs> um, I try to do it after I drink coffee and eat cereal. Mm. Ding, ding, ding. You're the winner. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the right answer, right? That's the right answer. And Before and that I, happens, you just, just don't talk to anyone. Just don't get right. close to anyone. That's right. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's horrible. But... You can't, I mean, you could brush your teeth and then drink and eat. Uh, but to say that that's better dental hygiene than, you know, uh, brushing your teeth after you drink coffee and eat breakfast, that's crazy talk. And there are people that say that. That it's better to do it before? Yeah, it's like if if you consume a liquid after you like um between sleep and toothbrushing if you drink mm-hmm. something between there you swallow all of the bacteria that's grown in your mouth overnight oh and you know that might be true um but then i guess i guess the real good thing to do would be brush your teeth after you wake up brush your teeth after you drink coffee brush your teeth after you eat your bowl of cereal and brush your teeth after you eat lunch and brush your teeth after you eat dinner and brush your teeth before you go to sleep right that would be just, the real just thing like a tube of toothpaste a day <laughs> right <laughs> and that's that's in, that's incessant you can't do that but I don't know. Why Why don't, you know how they have like big uh, shampoo bottles with like the pump thing? Yes. You know how they have that? Yeah. Why don't they have that for toothpaste? I they know it's thicker, but why, why, mm. why don't they have a, right. a large container for toothpaste? Well, we all have these small tubes that <laughs> we have to roll up at the end. <laughs> but why, why isn't there some large container that, that can hold toothpaste. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen a different apparatus besides a flexible tube. tube. Hmm. It is a 
much thicker product. I get that. But they got to figure something out, you know? Yeah, it's not that much thicker. It could it could squeeze out. I mean, I, I've had some thick shampoos and body washes. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. Uh, not not as thick as toothpaste, no. Right. But my current one, I mean, it's I don't know dish soap. That's that's kind of splugy. That's that's pretty thick. Yeah, but it's definitely not toothpaste thick. Yeah, I think it, I think it could work. And you know what's stopping you or me from doing that? You're right. But yeah. a lot of things, but you're right. Yeah, I don't want to put my toothpaste in a soap, uh, like a container that we've used for soap before. I could start fresh with one. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think it would pump. I don't think it would pump through there. Not with the small uh, straw to, uh, soap dispensers, but maybe. I have a, I have a thick shampoo. I mean, we're talking about wasting a lot of toothpaste mm, if, probably. if this doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. That's, that's for somebody else to figure out. That is. I agree. <laughs> but, it, but somebody else should figure that out. Maybe they've tried. You know? Maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I would imagine that's been tried. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So what's your, what's your morning routine? Um, uh, Bella cereal, coffee, shower, shower every morning. Yeah. Well now it's probably going to be in the afternoons or, or just evenings. I mean, right. Because of how hot it's getting. Oh, so you'll shower in the morning, but not in the evening during a like during cold season. Yes. Interesting. Yes, summers on summers. My I go to like two showers a day. Yeah, morning and evening. Yeah. Interesting. Most of the time, you're Is a clean. That, you're a clean boy. I like to be a clean boy. Wow. <laughs> I don't like feeling. I don't like getting sweaty and then sitting in that sweat in those sweaty clothes and i don't enjoy that right so so why do you do the morning shower um because that sounds like like, the non-negotiable one i like taking showers if uh (laughs) in the summers i'll i'll be more inclined to skip the morning shower right um because you've just taken one Right, and only do an evening shower. Yeah, okay. It depends hmm. on how sweaty the walk is. It depends on Yeah. Depends on a few things. Oh, that so that's what you mean you don't want to sit in your sweat. If you're sweating in the morning, you're not going to like put on your clothes for the day on a sweaty. <sighs> it depends. It just yeah. depends. Okay. All right. It's a flexible it routine. Okay. It is. Yeah. Hmm. What's your what's your schedule? Wake up at 3 a.m. And, <laughs> and worry. <laughs> and worry about people robbing you. And, and stare out my windows at my trees. <laughs> pour, yeah. Pour your coffee at 3.30 just looking out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I walk around my property in, in my underwear <laughs> with my coffee. Just. Is that... Does that guy has he walked has he walked through your yard again? Actually, no. Oh, yeah. I I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe he felt the mental vibes. He could um, feel it. But also, he went back to work. Yeah, he was working from home for a while, so he went back, mm-hmm. and now he's he actually um, he doesn't he he has an apartment in a different city, and he's away. The entire week mm. so he uh when he's not here during the week he's he's not here he's not there he's not there so there's no opportunity to walk through the yard and it comes down to two days a week and 
much less of an opportunity. That's good for you guys. That's great. Um, Kayla was out in the front potting up, doing like doing some like potting a planter pot with plants in it. <laughs> I don't know how else potting to say that. Potting a planter pot with plants in it. <laughs> and yeah. and he walked like he was out on the road and then walked through our yard to Kayla and her mom and and to say hey. And it was like from when he was in the road, Kayla was like, Hey Jim, this is my mom. And, and then he walks through the yard. So he was invited that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. That time. But yeah, yeah, no, no unsolicited walking through. That's a good thing. Since last time. Yeah. It's a great thing. Um, Oh, morning yeah. routine. Uh, morning routine, morning routine. I wake up around six, um, pretty much every morning, uh, to an alarm. And I let Lacey out in the backyard. And then I uh, go to the bathroom, no shower. Uh, and then I go let Charlie out of her room. And we do some scratching. Charlie has her own room. Yeah, she, room. her, she. Yeah, she. Whoa. Yeah, don't you ever say that again. <laughs> don't make that mistake again. <laughs> but uh, she has her own room. She has. She stays in the upstairs, uh, full bathroom. Like so you close her in. I close her in, and because if she, we've tried. Not in this house, we haven't tried, but. Uh, in our apartment, which was much smaller, but still she roams around and scratches, finds out which door we're behind and meows at the door and like sticks her arm under the door (laughs) and does everything she can to wake us up at 5 a.m., which is a little too early for me and definitely too early for Kayla. That's too early. That's too early. So we uh we lock her up i we there's i don't lock it but we do close the door and she's unable to open the door so uh, for now she right, has not figured it out yet right it's it is a round doorknob so chances are she won't be able to mm-hmm. turn it it's not a lever uh but maybe you never know you never know with cats man man they're smart it's it's really just like uh, a waiting game until I hear at 5 a.m. one morning, meowing. But uh, I'll let her out, and we do some we do some scratches on the carpet, which I call carpet scratchings. <laughs> and uh, you know, she rolls around immediately as soon as I let her out the door. She walks out three steps and plops on the ground and rolls around, and I scratch her for a while, maybe three or four minutes, and then we go downstairs and I get her food. And then I let Lacey in, get her food. I make my coffee. Uh, I I do a little uh, like Bible reading, and then then I work up in the office. And then it's about time for Kayla to wake up, and the day starts. That's a good routine you have going. It's really extremely consistent. It's, uh, that's a good thing because yeah. consistency there is a good thing i think so yeah, yours is yours is concise and consistent sounds like yeah and you get out i don't get out yeah that's a good way to you start. don't yeah to to be out and, and walking around although i would Breathe love some to fresh be air. able to open the back door and let bella mm, yeah do it, her thing. there's pros and cons to both because I'm, I have every excuse to not breathe fresh air until like 11 a.m. every day. So that's, that could be better. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm not forced it at some point. No, <laughs> yeah. you're not. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying the morning routine these days. Oh, good. 
How are and you making your coffees? Nespresso still? Nespresso. Are you, well, you've had a, a strange couple of weeks, but um, before that you were doing uh, all. I was riding the bull. We were riding the bull. <laughs> yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah. The Red all Bulls. Right. We were riding the Red Bulls. Oh, actually riding Red Bulls. Yeah. That was your morning yeah. coffee. I, I drank maybe one a day, but the earliest I had it was maybe 10, 30, right. 11. Like the which, first stop once you get going in the morning? Yeah. 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 Um, so for our listeners who have forgotten since, since May 26th, um, what were you doing the last two weeks? Riding a motorcycle from Atlanta to Vermont and back to Atlanta. Wow. Um, That's insane. And my butt started hurting. Ooh, after when? The first day. Oh, no. Like after your drive to Nashville? Yeah. yeah. The seat on my motorcycle is notorious for being uncomfortable. <sighs> um, so we went through three, three different seat cushion models for me, oh. none of which uh, solved the problem. So I think the damage was done after the first day. Right. You got real sore and then nothing would have been, you could have sat on a couch and your butt would hurt. Yes. Um, so yeah, it took uh, five days to get up oh. and the, the, it, the schedule kind of changed around because we had some, some motorcycle issues on the way up. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. Kyle's clutch lever broke. Mm which is pretty vital. Um, (laughs) He couldn't change gears. No. And then uh, his friend, his motorcycle started to go downhill pretty quickly. And he ended up having to turn around. Whoa. Um, He bailed. Yeah. He wasn't going to make it. Whoa. When? Like at Um, what point from Nashville to Vermont? After the second night of camping. Whoa, he got pretty he far. He went back. Well, so we took back roads. Um, so it actually, it was only like six and a half hours highway time for him to get back. Oh, he went the fast um, way back, right? Yeah, so he went the fast way back and and uh, made it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and we pressed on. I love that um, phrase. We could just press on. Isn't that great? Keep on pushing. Keep on going. Like keep no matter pushing. what what happens around you, you pressed on. And it, so the the very first night actually, it uh, like it hit seven p.m. and it started to rain pretty hard. Mm. Um, and we weren't at our campsite yet, and that's when uh, Grant was the guy's name. His motorcycle started to have issues. He has a nineteen seventy five. Uh, being or honda uh, uh, like the first super bike ever made whoa so what's it a, wasn't exactly what's that what's a super bike uh like a racing fast <laughs> a, a super bike hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah like just a like a race like a cafe racer uh, yeah. oh like a um, like a crotch rocket yeah, but a 1975 right. model of that, so it looks a lot different, obviously. Yeah, okay. Um, and we were about four miles from our campsite, and he he had started to get issues, and we had to push it up a hill. We were right next to an AutoZone parking lot, so we pushed it up into there. And at this point, it was raining pretty hard. <laughs> um, and he was able to figure a couple things out. It took like two hours. Yeah, and we were able to drive the rest of the way to the campsite. But at that point, everything we had was as wet as could be. Soaked. So from the first night, everything was completely soaked. Oh. Um. And yeah, I mean, we, we were able to dry a little bit, but not the stuff that we packed away into our bags. Right. So that stuff was smelling pretty ripe by the time we reached Vermont. Yeah, because you can't. Um, you can't air it out. You have to. You got to pack, pack it away it and cinch it down as tight as everything can be. Um, so that was 
that was tough to start mm-hmm. out the trip like that. Yeah. Um, but the the roads we went on were spectacular. We went on mm-hmm. some awesome trails. Yeah. Um, we drove through uh, Amish country, in Pennsylvania, which is fascinating. Yeah. We passed by a, a whole group of them playing baseball. Yeah. In all their getup. Whoa. There was a. Wild. There were four. You know, spike ball. You know the game spike ball. I think so. Like the oh. small little circular trampoline net. Yes. And you, you slap. It's four people playing, and you. Yes. There were four women playing that in in their old school clothes, Whoa. and it was hilarious to see. That's crazy. It's um, like a modernish game, but still no electricity. Yeah, it's like more modern than cornhole. Right. <laughs> they're they're giggling, slapping the ball around, and when usually see yeah that's so strange Um, it was very strange i mean horse and buggies uh very very strange and fascinating i love seeing that yeah they're living in a in a different world yeah they are inside our country very modern country a lot of people a lot of people live like that yeah i don't know what the population is i should have looked it up but uh so a lot of people live like that. What city is that? Uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania is kind of where it's known. Oh, okay. Um, and then just kind of all throughout kind of like that countryside, I think. Right. Um, so you went through Lancaster? Uh, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, roughly. Um, There are a lot of Amish people. I just looked up the Amish population. It's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Um, in Pennsylvania. That, hundreds of thousands? Yeah, in total. Right. Not um, all in Lancaster. Right. In Pennsylvania, uh, it's grown a ton. Mm. In 2010, the Amish population was 60,000 people. In 2018, it was 76,000. Oh. So they gained 16,000 people in eight years. Large percentage. In Ohio, it's 75,000. Indiana, 54,000. So it's, uh, it's those states. They, they, like, yeah. they like the Great Lakes. I think it's, I think it's just good for farm. I don't farm. Right, right, right. It's, uh, it's not super cold but it's also not super hot right right can Um, be both but yeah and yeah because they can't use electricity (laughs) (laughs) holy cow (laughs) talk about what do you think uh, i mean (laughs) our inventions that we talk about not do not apply to these people most of them no not at all they don't even have zippers i don't think what they probably don't have zippers. No, right, buttons. like buttons. Huh. Yeah. Wow. It is a strange world they exist in. That's insane. Um, so that was maybe some of the most fascinating stuff we saw. It was also really strange to go through the country at during this time. Mm. Um, Vermont is taking it extremely seriously. Um, oh, the uh, COVID? Yeah. yeah. Um, I took a picture. I think we we're going through Virginia. Virginia's a little scary. <laughs> I'm sure it is. A lot, lot of uh, Confederate flags out there. Yeah. And we stopped at a gas station and there was a sign. There were signs up on all the windows with, you know, rules and regulations and stuff. But right. this sign said, attention, Democrat Governor Tom Wolf has ordered that all customers must wear a mask when entering this facility. If you have a medical condition that prevents you from wearing a mask, you do not need to wear one. If you are not wearing one, we will assume this is the case. Due to the HIPAA and Fourth Amendment, we will not ask you about your condition. Thank you for your patronage. And nobody was wearing a mask. <laughs> not, a, not a single person in there. That's a very serious message. And it's and, uh, yeah, you know, wow. That, and that I, is how 
I went back to, I've gone back to my home city of Kernersville, mm-hmm. and that's how it is over there. Just people are kind of flipping the finger to having, being told to wear a mask. I think mostly, I don't, you know, you, I, I did, you know, you don't know everyone's individual story, but mostly it's probably right. like, probably like it doesn't, it's not affecting me. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I will say we went through a lot of really small towns and, I think from their point, point of view is it's hard for them to mm. see the virus as much as we see it in more populated areas. Right. Um, but still, it's, it was a little scary to see some of those mm. people and, and those signs and just how, how some people do treat it is yeah. uh, very selfish, extremely selfish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, storming wherever the where, – where do the – that group of white people stormed the the Capitol or something with machine guns and bulletproof oh. vests and stuff because they didn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> a few, like a couple months ago, a month ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not recently. All because but... they didn't want to wear a mask, right? They, they brought out their machine guns and bulletproof <laughs> vests and stuff. I don't, I don't think there's ever been something that's like, you will be arrested if you don't wear a mask. It's, no, no, it's just like a it's a strong really like, suggestion. Please just do it yeah. for everybody. Yeah, right. Um maybe it was so, uh mixed with you can't close my business. So I'm going to riot. Well then just open the business. Yeah, right. You know? Mm. I don't know. This is there's some crazy we we were missing a lot of news on the road trip. Oh yeah, a lot good. of the riots and stuff. We call we caught up a lot in Vermont and then missed a lot coming down and caught you, up a lot here. You, it was like what I saw. Someone was like those astronauts that decided to go to space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they time. made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really did. Let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, it's uh, crazy stuff is going on right now. I know. It's time for a change, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's really... Um, the fact that there is a very... Kind of like you wouldn't know how many Amish people there are. There's a massive amount of people that would be okay with... Uh, the way some people are treated too many people oh my goodness one is a too very many. a very scary amount of people yeah and um i i'm i don't think i hide the fact that trump is not my favorite person <laughs> right. in the world you've never hit that and we we saw a a lot of trump signs going oh, up yeah. a lot yeah. of trump flags right um and with a decent amount of those came confederate flags yeah in the same yard which i mean that's a that's a racist flag you can't you can't really argue that that's a that's a racist flag yeah and and the argument is and you probably know this and i don't have to tell you this but the argument is um no it stands for independence from an oppressive government and but like the oppression of the government was telling the confederate states that they can't have slaves right it's, that was the, it's what that's that's right. how they hide behind it right um but I, it's it's genuinely scary to see those flags and yeah. in people's yards and just yeah there's a lot of racism still out there yeah. a lot oh yeah yeah, um, and it tends to be the small towns uh, that, yeah. like, there's a there's probably a pretty strong correlation between the amount of people you encounter on a daily basis and your, um, in, you your, know, your beliefs and just your, right your inclusion of others and your tolerance of others. Right. If you're surrounded by that every day, it's yeah, it'll change you. 
yeah. for sure. Yeah. For certain. Yeah. For certain. Um, for certain. So that was a little, uh, a little frightening, but there, yeah. there were a lot of yards with other, uh, uh, political signs up with that didn't have Trump signs. So, yeah, all right. Fair shake. Um, <laughs> but the people that are, uh, hanging, hanging the flags, the Trump flag is, uh, little alarming yeah it's very um boldly one direction in your face yeah yeah um so i'm seeing that it's a 25 hour not avoiding highways it's 25 hours to get from nashville to montpelier vermont and we it, it took us longer than that because we went on some some trails some mm. like rough trails yeah um, yeah, yeah, these are proper, probably, you know, two lane roads with stripes. Right. <laughs> Which we, we hit a lot, a lot of that. Of um, but we did a lot of like 30, 20 mile an hour, 30 mile an hour trails. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it took us four nights up. We spent four nights there and uh, three nights coming back down. Yeah. And I, I had a pretty big issue with my <laughs> motorcycle in Asheville. Asheville, um, like Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, you went from Nat. You went from Nashville over to Asheville. No, going up, we went from Nashville to Vermont. Um, right. Just maybe getting into the corner of North Carolina, or just, oh, well, just, just missing it. Just missing North Carolina going up. Right. And coming back down, uh, we actually went through uh, east of Boone, like through Morganton. Oh. Um, and into Asheville. Yeah. And I had a, a chain and sprocket Mm. big issue there. Whoa. Um, that we just kind of put a bandaid on. (laughs) I was a, I was able to make it back. It was, uh, not looking good for a little bit, but I made it. Right. Um, so yeah, coming down was a quick, quick trip yeah uh quick three nights okay a lot of uh a lot of saddle time yeah um, was that i uh, you might have said it was that more highway on the way back down or is we end, no yeah we ended up doing some highway coming back down okay um and we still hit some trails and stuff but not nearly as much go- as we did going up because yeah. we were all tired and a little sore at that point mm. Um, I bet. God, that's, but, that's so exhausting. How long did you spend in Montpelier? Uh, four nights. Yeah. In total, it was like 3,300 miles. Wow. Which is a fair amount of miles. Oh my goodness. So do you, do you remember how many miles your cross country or like round country trip was? Uh, I think it was over 10,000. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. From, well, from, from New York city to Los Angeles is, uh, like 2,800 miles, I think. Yeah. So we went a good ways past that. Yeah. Right. On this trip on your motorcycle. Yeah. So Right, really so we, yeah, we went longer than the distance from New York to L.A. That's insane. Um, yeah, I hadn't even done really like a day trip on, on the, the motorcycle bike? before. Wow. So that was, yeah, so that was really into the fire. And uh, right. yeah. Was, was the, your trip from Atlanta to Nashville the furthest you've ever gone already? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was just a small section. Yeah, it was. Um, but that was, I, I mostly did highway there. Right, so you're just trying of, to get there. Not a whole lot of fun. Right, exactly. Um, mm. But yeah, in total it was, I need to check the mileage. I haven't, I forgot to look, but I, I think it was 3,300. Mm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but now my motorcycle needs a lot of work. <laughs> It's a lot of stuff done. I need the tires. I need mm. new sprockets. I need 
oil change. I need brake fluid change. I need clutch <laughs> lubrication. I need uh, air filter change. I need, <laughs> it needs a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, you're probably supposed to do those, um, I don't know, like every thousand miles or something. So on, on another reason that I got the motorcycle that I have is the service intervals are really uh, large. Oh, they're, right. they're really okay. big on, on this one. So uh, low maintenance. It's like, exactly. It's like an oil change every like 10,000 miles, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. A long, long time, maybe right. 14. I forget. Um, yeah. But yeah, more dirt bike uh, motorcycles are like every thousand miles. You have to do an oil change. Yeah. Okay. More often. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we, we would literally just go from the highway to rough, yeah. like rough Jeep trails. <laughs> right. Um, and you couldn't do that on any other motorcycle, really. Mm. Um, and Quite. every, pretty right. much every all, all time terrain. we, exactly. Um, yeah. Every time we stopped to get gas, people were, you know, trying to help us asking what was going on. Um, and when we, when we all had motorcycle issues, we had multiple people stop and ask if they could help. Um, oh. which is awesome. I guess a lot of, a lot of those people were just motorcycle people to begin with. Yeah. Um, and just interested in where we were going and what's going on. Um, yeah, it's a community. Yeah, it certainly is, which is pretty cool. Did you do the little wave every time you saw another motorcycle passing by? So Kyle, he, he led the way the whole time and he doesn't enjoy the wave unless it's a motorcycle like ours. Right. Not a, not a Harley. And right. I'll wave at a Harley if a Harley waves at me Hmm. because most of the time a Harley's not waving at us. Uh, They, they're their own community. Yeah, they're a frightening community. <laughs> um, but right. I mean, they'll wave twenty five percent of the time, I think. Mm. So then I'd wave. Yeah. Um, but you can tell. I mean, you can tell if it's a more adventurous motorcycle by like the headlights and and yeah. I mean, if you can see that it is, you'll they'll wave. And I yeah. enjoy the wave. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I one um, time I tried to get a wave going for. Mustangs, <laughs> and and I don't know. I mean, I would do it. I would do it every single I time think, I saw another Mustang. I think people would do that. Yeah, I feel like a Mustang crowd would do that. That's that's a. It seems like a Mustang crowd type of thing to do. Yeah, it really does. Because just like motorcycles, maybe not one model and make of motorcycle, but it's a it's a thing for decades you got two wheels right yeah so yeah i mean that's the mustang it's the mustang and just saying that it's mustang <laughs> yeah it didn't it didn't uh dig in though it didn't get traction i don't know i don't own a mustang anymore so i don't know if people are waving yeah, back true. you know i don't know but i did see i was following behind a tesla um Ooh, the other day do they wave and someone waved at them from the other side they waved at each other from a tesla tesla to tesla i'm down with that that's pretty cool i'm down with that it's it's less of that kind of crowd to me it that doesn't seem like the kind of crowd that would wave but it's still a community tesla people are diehard tesla people yeah that's true yeah you don't you don't just like Oh, I think I'll get a Tesla. Because, right. People that have Teslas love Teslas. Right. And you, you won't go to a used car dealership and just like weigh the options and choose Tesla. You seek out a Tesla. Right. If the people that, yeah, the people that want a Tesla get a mm-hmm. Tesla. Okay. Um, so it, is a, so it I, is a strong community. I've never seen the way. I'll keep an eye out now, though. That was only but, one uh, time. And I'm, I'm down been for friends. true. You're right. Yeah. But probably not. It was two Teslas. Who knows? I mean, I'm down for that though. I'm I'm down for the community aspect of anything. Yeah. 
I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most anything. Yeah. Anything that's bringing people together. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, yeah. So my butt is, uh, just about recovered. Okay. Good. Um, I still have a little rash going on down oh. there, but it's, we're almost there. Goodness. So did it, did it get to where you like, I'm going to stand up instead of sitting down? Oh, every so bad? time we like pulled into a small town, like every time we went from like 60 miles an hour to 30, I would stand up. Yeah. Um, and it was like constant adjusting and like, Oh, Casey moving moving like side saddle kind of yeah like putting all the pressure on like one uh one my like my right leg yeah um oh it was constant adjustment <sighs> um but i learned a ton about not only about my motorcycle but just about like setting it up for a trip like that yeah um but then also a ton just mechanically I learned a lot. Yeah. Which is great. I put a lot of value in that. Yeah. Um So I'm assuming yeah. the way you talk about that, you would do it again, but what how would you do it different? Um that I I I would uh definitely change my seat up. Okay. Uh, they make like some. They make special seat cushions, and then also different seats in general. Just because, yeah. I mean, my seat is the first thing you look up when people change their the motorcycle that I have is they say the seat, change uh, the seat. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty um, pretty firm. Or yeah, it's firm and it's like sitting on a baseball bat. Oh, just because of how narrow it is. Oh, yeah. that's no good. <laughs> no, no, it was like sitting on a baseball. That's that was somebody's description. I was like, that's it. Yeah. I could put it into words, but that's oh. it. Ow, um, a vibrating <laughs> baseball. Bat. Yes, oh. in the wrong vi- in the wrong ways. In, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also a little bit, uh, my luggage. Uh, I, okay. need, I need some more space. I, I, I had a decent sized bag, but it's, it wasn't big enough uh, to hold everything I needed. Okay. What more did you need? Um, lots, uh, lots more baby powder. I didn't use any baby powder. Okay. I could have benefited from it. Yes. <laughs> um, some gold bond. <laughs> I but I had to leave a, a fair amount of stuff at in Nashville to be able to condense it down, yeah. um, for it to make sense. Just clothing. Um, some clothing, but also uh, we hammock camped. Hmm. We camped in hammocks. Sure. Um, to save some space, but I think if I were to do it over again, I might lean towards a tent, and then in that case, I would need some more space. Yeah. Um, to store the tent and uh, just some other more comfortable things because everything was packed away in a in a way where I couldn't uh, get after it pretty easily. Yeah, I would be it, to be able to stop and get into it, and just during like a midday stop would have uh, been pretty yeah, difficult right. to access anything. Um, Were you book bagging it? No, I have a. It's like a 40 liter dry bag strapped to the back of the motorcycle. Right. But I um, guess, would it be way uncomfortable to wear a book bag? Yeah. Just that weight yeah. um, on your back. Yeah. And we had camelbacks mm. for water, mm. um, which was definitely the way to go. Right. Cause you can just drink water while you're going. That's nice. And when we would stop and fill it up, they could hold a lot of water. So we just yeah. pour big bottles of water in there. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, that that's definitely the way to do that. Um, so yeah, keeping the, the big weight off your back and shoulders and mm-hmm. uh, just, I, I need to buy new bags. Yeah. Right. Um, which is a bit of a purchase. So yeah, we'll, we'll and, it, and I mean, that was a very long trip. So I think the next trip we would do would be like a few days in one area, not, a bunch of days along on the road. Right. Okay. Right. 
So I, I mean, I would do it again, mm-hmm. but I would be, I'm not hesitant. I don't know. There were a lot of boring stretches yeah. um, to get to the interesting stretches. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, that's how that goes. You can't change right. that and much. I mean, that's, that's part of the, the adventure aspect of it. Right. And um, I mean, you could go like you guys, well, I'm assuming like you guys would try to do on your round country trip, you could go drive to an area where interesting things are closer to each other. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure that's um, a thing. There's an area that they like to ride in uh, near Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. not too far away from here. Right. So I think we'll, we'll plan on doing like a couple day trip. That is today. Yeah, it's not very far. It's like halfway um, point. Yeah. So spending a few days in one area and just riding a bunch of that area. Um, yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Where is Sweeten's Cove? What is Sweeten's Cove? That's that nine-hole golf course. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of... Uh, Peyton Manning is, is an owner. Um, it's like, there's one, uh, Steve just cut off the podcast after you said that. (laughs) West of Chattanooga. West of Chattanooga. Okay. So it's close to you. You you straight up don't know what it is. No. Oh, it's got four stars on Yelp. (laughs) Okay. But it, what's cool about it is it's ranked really highly on, you know, national best courses, but it's only nine holes. Uh-huh. So it's like got a, uh, a, what's the word I'm trying to, I mean, it it's looks like pretty awesome. Yeah. It's got like a cult following. Niche, prestigious, strange nine hole course. But also it's just got like a shed for a clubhouse. And Ooh. And people bring, if I'm thinking of the right place, I think I'm thinking of the right place. People bring bottles of whiskey and it's like the tradition when you play there to take a shot of whiskey. Um, Mm. People will bring bottles and leave them. So there's like dozens of bottles of whiskey at the shed. I I see it. It looks like a shed for a clubhouse. I see this. So it's like uh, really low key. It doesn't have all the the hoopla hard, of a country club. Hard to get on. I bet it's pretty busy, um, but it's also like real chill. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll have to look more into this. Yeah, you're that you're close. You're you'll be. I mean, yeah. you are pretty close where you are now, but uh, you'll definitely right. Be close. Right. Yeah if you go to Chattanooga. But um the big thing was like Peyton Manning he he started a I mean you see on their website there's Peyton Manning with his he started a whiskey brand called Sweetens Cove. Mm. And he he bought Sweetens Cove from whatever the previous owner I see. But yeah, uh not in that order. Nothing in that order. I don't know the order, but um, the reason I say that is because you're going to be in Chattanooga or you're, you're not going to be, but you might someday. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Strap, strap the clubs to the motorcycle. Whoa. Now that would be a setup to, to dream of. That would be pretty cool. That would be awesome. A weekend all day experience pass. A hundred dollars. Whoa. 100 to 150 per person. Dang. Oh, we should do like a, a boys trip or something there. That'd be excellent. That's it? That's not outrageous. How much do you get to play? Um, let's see. I don't know. This will be something to <laughs> okay. a little more than this. <laughs> Cite your sources. <laughs> Uh, the, I guess part of the cool thing is their, their slogan is, if you know, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like kind of along the lines of the, uh, what's, what's his name? He's trying to do, uh, yes. Uh, so you look at that. Zach you got Blair. that out of nothing. Zach Blair. You Zach knew Blair. It. Out of nothing. Yeah. The, uh, I forget what it's called. The Buck Club. The Buck Club. Look at me. I know all of the <laughs> golf stuff. You're pulling it out. I'm an insider. Um, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like it's, it feels like it's kind of sort of the same, sort exactly. of closer to the same vibes and, and goal. Which I'm all about that. Yeah, right. More accessible and more welcoming. Yeah, and just relax. Just relaxed. Yeah, you wear whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Just have a good time. Just it's about the golf. It's not about the whatever else. It's not about like Mm -hmm. the houses around the course. Right, right. Just just have a good time. That's right. That's what we're about. Just having a good time. That feels like what the difference between Harley's and whatever other, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Exclusive. And like, we're just trying to have a good time. Mm hmm. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, well, you gotta get ready for this, uh, FaceTime here. I do. I gotta go. Um, free her up. That's right. Yeah. That's it. It's, uh, it's so much easier said than done. Oh my goodness, yes. But once yes, you start to do it, it's so much easier than you thought it was. Right. It's like, why haven't I been thinking this way all along? You knew you had to be thinking like that, but putting it into play is mm-hmm. a different beast. For sure. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, any parting words? No, none of our traditional segments this time. But oh, you almost had it. That's okay, because we're just glad to have you back, Casey. I'm glad to have you back, mm. Josh. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that's terrifying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, let it be terrifying. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Well, uh, I should go. Okay. Uh, enjoy. Have a great day. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Go brush your teeth. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Casey. Bye. Love Bye. you, Daddy. <laughs>